welcome to Parenting Decoded, a podcast for practical approaches to parenting. I'm Mary Eschen. Have you ever told your child that if they behave, they get an ice cream? Or if they're nice to grandma, they'll get a new toy? Or have you restrained yourself as a parent and set up a positive behavior chart listing chores and acts of kindness that your child can earn points that are redeemed for a prize? It's natural for parents to try to figure out the magic of motivating our kids to do the right thing, isn't it? Many of us use a combination of rewards and bribes to move our kids in the directions we'd like to see them move. While many of today's parenting experts push rewards for positive behaviors, I want to spend some time looking at both the ups and the downs of bribes as well as rewards. First, what do they have in common? They are both used to motivate children to do something. Adults need motivation and rewards too. As humans, we respond to incentives. We're much more inclined to do certain tasks or partake in certain behaviors if we know there's something good at the other side. Working overtime at your job is a great example. Many of us wouldn't do that without being compensated. Rewarding your child follows the same concept, and their positive response to rewards is developmentally normal. The trick is to make sure you find the right reward for your child. So what's the difference? A reward is something that is given to a child after they've completed a task or exhibited a positive behavior. Rewards are discussed and determined ahead of time between you and your child. For example, you may promise to let your child have some screen time or a special dessert after they finish their homework or do a chore at home. If they don't manage to do the task, no reward is given or expected. On the other hand, a bribe is a persuasion offered typically during a child's negative behavior. Giving a child a treat who's having a tantrum when leaving a park play date is one example, or giving them an extra 15 minutes doing something when you said it was time to stop, or when you hand them your cell phone when they are interrupting a conversation that you want to finish. All these train our kids that when they act poorly, they can earn something they want. It puts them in the driver's seat, not what any parent wants for sure. There are bribes that are set up in advance so that we can persuade our child to do something that they don't want to do. For example, you bribe your child to clean their room, paying them some money to do it, or granting them screen time. Yes, the child may successfully be persuaded by you to clean their room, but they're also inclined to leave their room messy all over again so that they can repeatedly be bribed into cleaning it. Any natural motivation goes out the window when our kids are bribed by parents. You are unwittingly training them to manipulate you into bribing them again. This is the conundrum of rewards and bribes. Bribes reward negative behavior while rewards instill in children that if they perform, then they'll be rewarded. That works well until your child decides they don't like the reward and so they won't do the work that you're asking them to do. Do you pay them more for their chores? to get them to clean their room then? Or is there a limit to your budget for your rewarding your kids for doing chores? It's all a difficult mess. But I I do want to say that not all bribes are bad. When are they good? When a skill hasn't been learned is when bribes are appropriate. Bribes should not be used for things that your child already knows how to do. A classic example that lots of parents use bribes for is when you're trying to potty train your child. 
If they go number one on the potty, they get a one jelly bean. And if they go number two, they get M&Ms. Classic, right? It's a behavior they need to be motivated toward. And we're motivated to get this to happen as well. After it's mastered, though, and your child knows how to do whatever it is, the bribe goes away. If they're learning to tie their shoes, maybe the bribe is a trip to a special park. But after they can tie those shoes, the bribe is over. It's just verbal praise and recognition when shoes are tied after that. I do want to say that not all rewards are good. There's quite a bit of emphasis on setting up rewards for good behavior in today's parenting circles. While we do want to promote good behavior, if we give too many rewards, we wind up undermining our own efforts to get what we want and be able to develop kids who are entitled and spoiled. Grades are classic. It's super common for me to find families who reward for grades. I get X amount if I get a B. If I get an A, I get more. When I was a kid, I was sure jealous of my best friend who got paid for her grades. But interestingly, I still worked as hard as she did. I still wanted to get good grades even though I wasn't getting paid in dollars. Why is that? My parents, unbeknownst to me, set me up to have intrinsic motivation to get good grades. Yes, that's what we want. Extrinsic motivation is where an outside influence causes behavior to change. Paying for grades, in this example, muddies the waters and confuses our kids. Some kids aren't good at every subject, and I think that should be okay. I know parents get worried, but us worrying about our kids' grades for them means that they don't have to worry. Grades should be a reflection of their efforts, not of yours to pay them a certain amount of money. If you set up from an early age that you will always be their cheerleader and assist when they need help, you'll set your child up for success. Their work is their work. If they want to do well, you'll be there to cheer them on. If they decide something isn't worth the effort, you'll be there to discuss that with them and allow for empathy if that decision doesn't work out. No rewards needed, just love and encouragement. Another example, we want to train our kids to treat others with kindness because it's how we want to be treated. We don't need an external reward for that. Doing kind things should fill our intrinsic motivation bucket. Talking about it in family meetings and how it warms our hearts, having examples that we share and modeling kindness in our family and with our friends is how they will learn, not putting marbles in a jar. Those things do work for about a week or two. But every family I know who've tried things like that, myself included, just sort of run out of steam after the initial burst of energy is spent. It's totally weird how that happens, but it does. Here's another example, chores. My full advice is offered in podcast number 14, so please listen to that if you need more help. But here's a brief comment. I encourage parents to not pay for chores, but to teach children from a young age that you're a family and every family member has responsibilities to help make the family function. We decide as a family who does what and how much. It can be complicated sometimes, but it really works, especially when family meetings to review family issues like chores and screen time and money and kindness or anything else is discussed. They learn that being part of a family team is intrinsically good. We need to allow our kids to have input into our family unit so that they have buy-in to make each day as a family 
fun, loving, and amazing. Rewards for kids of any age don't always have to be, nor should they be, of the material kind. The most powerful kind of reward a parent has to offer is simple and doesn't cost anything and is always at hand. Your verbal praise. I also want to say that unexpected rewards are awesome. When you see your child has been striving over a long period of time to accomplish something, maybe you take them out to Starbucks or for some boba tea. It's spur of the moment, recognizing and celebrating their hard work, not some planned reward. Bottom line, bribes are reserved for learning new skills. Rewards for positive behaviors are temporary or spur of the moment. If you reward too frequently and you mo- you wind up moving into the realm of entitlement, which often tends to breed resentment over time. I do have to say that it's communicating expectations with kids in a positive, respectful manner that will get you farther than all the bribes and rewards in the world. Taking the time to listen and discuss issues, to problem solve, and lovingly allow our kids to make mistakes is the key to getting our kids to move in positive directions. I have lots of podcasts as well as YouTube videos to help parents. Feel free to email me, mary at parentingdecoded.com, to get suggestions or ask for clarification about parenting issues like rewards. If you'd like a transcript of this podcast, it's on my website and mentioned in the show notes. That's all for now. If you have a few seconds to leave me a podcast review, it would be really awesome. But have a blessed rest of your day.